Are you struggling with self-doubt and worrying if you're even going to succeed at this? Do you get lost in the scroll and find yourself pivoting based on what others are doing? Comparing your momentum to what you're seeing on the feed? It can be a difficult and isolating experience, but it doesn't have to be that way. In today's episode, we'll discuss how to create a strategic action plan to help you overcome self-doubt and comparison patterns. We'll look at ways to keep your energy up so you can stay aligned and on track. Because with the right plan in place, you can reduce that self-doubt and stay focused on achieving your goals. Welcome back to another episode of Determined AF. I'm your host, Jamie Milam, and today I want to talk to you about comparison and the self-doubts that creep up when we're doing that and really how it plays into our media consumption because it's no secret that we live in a world of overconsumption of media. Whether it's social media, news, or entertainment, it's really hard to escape this constant bombardment of information and messaging. And while this content can be entertaining, informative, and even provide us inspo, it can also have a real detrimental effect on our mental health, especially when it comes to comparison, self-doubts, and even imposter syndrome. So really quick, let's just cover what that is. Imposter syndrome, it's a psychological phenomenon that affects many of us. It's characterized by feelings of self-doubt, inadequacy, and insecurity. And it can be very isolating and debilitating. And oftentimes, it's a secret hidden thing on the inside. And unfortunately, our overconsumption of media can often exasperate these feelings. For starters, the constant comparison to others that social media encourages can lead to these feelings of inferiority, right? We think that we are inferior to what we're seeing online. And because these images of what we're seeing often are kind of giving us this message of what we're supposed to look like, how we're supposed to act, what we're supposed to achieve, and what our content is supposed to say, and how our content is supposed to show up, and how many likes and engagement it's supposed to have, right? This can be particularly damaging for those that are newer in their business creation, And it can further fuel insecurities and doubts about your own abilities and achievements. But make no mistake, it can happen to any of us at different stages, especially growing stages of our business. 
feelings of self-doubt can creep in. I promise it's happening to all of us. The other thing overconsumption of media can do is it can have an effect on our sense of our own authenticity. We can become so wrapped up in comparing ourselves to others that we forget about our own unique qualities, talents, and capabilities. And when this happens, we become a lot less confident in ourselves and in our own opinions. And then our sense of self-worth can just diminish, right? And this lack of self-belief can further fuel that imposter syndrome. And we may begin to doubt our capabilities and achievements, and then we feel like we don't measure up. We may also become distracted from our own path as we become fixated on following the paths of others. This leads to extra feelings of frustration and overwhelm, as if starting a business wasn't already overwhelming enough, wearing all of the hats and having to do all of the things. Now we add on these extra feelings of frustration because we feel like we're not doing good enough. We're not doing enough in general. We might feel like we're not living up to our full potential or achieving our goals. Not to mention, you guys, oftentimes as entrepreneurs, we're visionaries. We see this big picture, and if you're anything like me, it's I want it and I want it now. I don't want to have to be patient. I don't want to have to go through the entire journey of starting from the bottom. But what happens is we start to judge our chapter one on somebody else's chapter five or chapter 10 or somebody else's chapter 20, right? And that isn't healthy because we're looking at the tip of their iceberg rather than all of the things that they had to do to grind to get it going in the first place. But it doesn't negate the fact that we still get these extra feelings of frustration and overwhelm. And it can make us lose sight of what our deeper and longer vision is if we're just continuously comparing what we're doing to what other people are doing online. And when we lose sight of what that deeper vision is, Those are the key components that we were drawn to in the first place when we got into business for ourselves. And then when we pile on this frustration and we're acting in our not self space, that frustration is going to continue to increase because it will affect our sales because there's a good chance that we start using someone else's voice and vision rather than our own. Look, it's easy to get swept away from that alignment But there are definitely ways to get back on track to our North Star and remain in a path that is meant for us to create, right? So the key to overcoming these self-doubts that are stemmed especially from the overconsumption of media is to first learn how to recognize when we are straying away from our aligned purpose. So if you spend enough time in my world, then you're going to come to know that I'm a firm believer that awareness is at the foundation of any step towards change or growth. And this is no different. The more that you become aware of how your mindset and your physical body are reacting to the decision-making and the creative modes, then the stronger that you're gonna become in your own alignment. When you can recognize that you are sitting in frustration and even take note to what what was it that you just consumed? What shifted your energy? What is it that you're trying to do that doesn't feel right? And how's your body tensing up around that? Maybe it means taking a log of it, journal on it. How was your energy today? How's your energy tomorrow? 
How's it the day after that? What did you do that day? How much did you consume? But first, how can we identify the symptoms of comparison due to specifically the overconsumption of social media? So let me just name out some examples for you and see if any of these resonate. You might be feeling symptoms of comparison, self-doubt, and potentially even imposter syndrome if you have found yourself in any of these spaces. Constantly comparing your accomplishments or looks to those of others. Feeling envious of other people's successes or lifestyles. Feeling like you're not good enough or not measuring up to others. Obsessively checking on other people's social media posts. Wishing that you had the same things as they did. Having a hard time being happy for their successes. Or feeling like you need to keep up with those around you. Feeling like your messaging isn't right because it's not getting the same amount of engagement as they are. Let me say this. There is a difference in looking for education and inspiration versus getting trapped down the hole of this comparison space. Okay? I want you to really pause and remind yourself on a regular basis that your voice and your expertise, they are distinctive and they help shape your vision for what your big goal is and how you want to serve people, how you want to impact them, and the life that you're wanting to create for yourself, for your family, and for your business. So be honest to yourself and really try to tune in and pay attention to if these things are showing up for you. So that way then you can try to concentrate on your own journey and remind yourself of your special abilities, your skills, your passions the things that you have accomplished, and set time aside to actually celebrate your wins. That is going to help you see your progress in your timing. Because we don't want to let other people's ideas or their representations of their business influence or divert you from your course of action and your authentic alignment to what you are wanting to create, how you are wanting to serve. Because remember... At the end of the day, you're the only one who can determine your success and take charge of your own story, okay? When it comes to overcoming the self-doubt and the imposter syndrome, it's important that you have a strategic action plan in place because pivoting out of this mindset can be tough especially if it takes us while to recognize that we are there. The more that you practice any sort of awareness and mindset check-ins, the easier that this will become. I am never going to tell you that if you practice mastering mindset that one day you will just never have a negative thought ever again. That is not the case, okay? It is just that People who practice regularly mindset check-ins, being aware of how they're feeling, what's affecting them, they're able to pivot and shift that a lot faster. It does not mean that they are not affected at all. When we have kind of a plan in place, once we've learned how to recognize that we're in this space and, and what's causing us to be in this space, In this instance, again, we're talking about the overconsumption of social media. In order to overcome that, we have to have the strategic plan in place, okay? Having a clear plan of action is going to help us to refocus our energy, get back on track with the actions that feel right for you. And then we can achieve your goals in the long run, right? 
So what kind of plan can we have? Well, I want to start off by saying that this is going to be a lot easier if we do some of the upfront work. And if we haven't done this when we first started our business, the great thing is, is that we can do it at any stage of our business, no matter if we're planning a new goal or if we are getting ready for the new year, it doesn't matter. If you haven't done this, now is a great time, right? But it's going to start by setting these long-term goals that align with your values and your passions. Because this is going to give you a clear direction and focus for your everyday efforts. I love the strategy of using vision boards because a vision board actually gives you a visual of what you're working towards, of what that life is that you truly desire and the lifestyle, how you envision your business to be, what you want in your business, who you're wanting to serve, how you're wanting to show up. You know, what are the values that are important to you that you get across and that you impact others with, okay? And when we have this on this vision board and we can see it really, really clearly, then we can kind of pivot back to that and get that visual again and and be re-centered with those feelings that we had when we were creating it and really got excited about all of the things that we put onto this board, right? And so when we have these long-term goals in place, then we break these goals down into smaller and achievable tasks or milestones, if you will, that then you can achieve, whether it's annually, quarterly, monthly, weekly, right? Because when we create these milestones, then we can check off the progress and then we are celebrating those wins for each one, okay? It's important to stay focused on that bigger picture. When we do that, we're not gonna be obsessing over the results of each task as much. Instead, we'll focus on that progress that we're making towards these larger goals. We're gonna be remembering why it is that we're working towards them in the first place. This is going to help you stay motivated and to see that progress that you are making. And then once you have started to do that mindset work and that awareness work and you're recognizing that you're feeling a lot more frustrated, you're able to identify what it is associated with, what's causing this frustration, these self-doubts and this worrying about if you're going to be able to make it or if you're good enough to do this, And again, this is something that we all face. We're in and out of this and our business. Then we can go back to that that visual, whether it's a vision board for you, whether it's on paper, whatever it is, I hope that you have those long-term goals identified and we go back to that. Let's go back to our roadmap that points to why we're doing what we're doing and how we envisioned doing it because that's what felt in alignment for us and what felt natural and authentic, okay? Because oftentimes we do turn to social media not just for connection but also inspiration, education, and ideas. And sometimes it may even just be for a break, right? For the scroll. But reducing your social media consumption is one of the best ways to help remove these self-doubt issues. By limiting or even eliminating your exposure to the constant stream of images, opinions, and messages, you can reduce these feelings of comparison, insecurity, and doubt. 
So by setting actual limits, and we'll discuss some of those, and by focusing on yourself, connecting with the real world, this way you can focus on what really matters, right? So you can start by setting clear limits for yourself. Decide how much time you're actually willing to spend on social media each day. You can turn off the push notifications. You can even block access to certain websites or apps if you need to. You can easily do this on an iPhone. Uh, On the iPhone, within your screen time setting, there is an apps limit feature. And this will work for everything. Your email, messaging, the internet, YouTube, Uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all of these things. These places where you find yourself going in the scroll and they're not productive time frames, limit the time. I'll give you my example because this is how I really have it on my phone. I have my social media limited to an hour a day. So that is Facebook and Instagram. So when I reach an hour, it will gray out. Usually it will give me like a little bit of a notice in advance to say you've almost reached your time. Now don't freak out everybody. It doesn't mean that you can't get back into it. It just means that it's going to say you've reached your limit on Instagram today. And you can click OK or you can click ignore limit. And if you ignore the limit, it's going to ask you, do you want to ignore it for another minute? Do you want to ignore it for another 15 minutes? Or do you just want to ignore it for today? I love this because it's raising awareness. It's not just giving you what you want in that moment. It's raising awareness. It's making you actively choose to ignore it. So I hope you do a check-in with yourself. Why am I ignoring this? Am I going against the success that I was setting up for myself and for my goals. The other thing is you can turn off those push notifications so that you don't see the notification pop up. You can give yourself specific times during the day to go in and check that. So let me go through another list, kind of just name them out, what you can do to set limits for yourself on social media. You can utilize scheduling tools to post your social media content in advance. I love the app Later because I can go in and it can connect to multiple different accounts. You can schedule reels, you can schedule videos, you can schedule stories. And what's nice is even though it gives me a notification if it's a personal account, not a business account, gives me a notification, I still have to go in and do something manual if it's a personal account. If it's a business account, it will auto post for you. You don't even need to be in it. Of course, you know, Facebook has its own creator studio where you can go in and, and it will do this for you and you don't have to go back into it. There's lots of different scheduling apps that can help you with this. What I like about it is now you're not even giving yourself the chance to get lost in the scroll, okay? The other thing is take breaks from social media throughout the day. So if you're not gonna limit your screen time with it, and if you're not going to set up these other barriers to access, make sure that you're intentionally taking breaks from it. I know many entrepreneurs build a really big business through social media specifically, and that's okay. You just don't wanna be tied to it, you know, 12 hours a day. You wanna make sure that you're taking the breaks. Spend time on other tasks that are related to growing your online business, such as networking, you know, creating the content, researching trends. These are all things that are definitely online related and they can still be social media related. It just means that you aren't getting trapped down the scroll. 
okay? Maybe you're engaging in Facebook groups. Maybe you're engaging in podcasts. Maybe you are engaging in actual live local networking events. Things that are going to continue to grow your online business without you being stuck in the social media feed, okay? Another thing that you can do to set limits for yourself is unfollow or mute the accounts that make you feel bad or overwhelmed. My question is, is if they're making you feel bad or overwhelmed, are you actually engaging with them? What are they bringing value to you for? Again, you're going to have to check in with yourself to see, do I have the tools to be aware to recognize that I am feeling overwhelmed, that I am feeling tense, that my mindset is shifting? When you start to recognize that, go in and unfollow or mute them. They're not going to know that you unfollowed them unless you send them another follow request. You can mute them so that you don't see them. And here's the thing is, if you're not engaging with them and they're not engaging with you, then what good is it doing in your feed and in the algorithm in the first place? Another thing that you can do is you can set aside specific times for checking your notifications and responding to comments and DMs. Get in, get out. So just like you may time block in your day to go check your email, you would do the same thing. These are the times to set aside for checking notifications and responding to comments and messages. This is something that I recommend to you if you have an assistant that is helping you with your social media so that they don't continuously keep switching tasks throughout the day, which is going to make any of us less productive. So the more that you're switching in and out and you get that notification and you go in and you respond to a message right away, that is going to change how easily you can get back to the task that you were doing in the first place. Again, I am recognizing that some of you are building businesses that are heavily built on your social media engagement and that's okay because I understand that in the sales world, you do want to respond to messages as soon as possible. So of course you can do that. And of course, as you grow, you can also integrate some auto responders that will help at least get that message out to them first until you can get back to your time frame. It's not like you're ignoring it all day. You're just setting aside specific times so that you can get in there and get back out, okay? Other things that you can do is find other ways to connect with your audience. So if social media is not your number one business acquisition or lead generation source, you can connect with your audience through other means such as email newsletters, webinars, virtual events, podcasts, things that get you in front of them without having to be stuck in the feed all of the time, right? Finally, I do want to talk about just making sure that you are taking time to focus on your alignment of energy. This might be meditation, yoga, journaling. All of these can be great tools to help you stay centered, clear your mind, and get in touch with your inner self. It'll help you stay connected to your values and your passions and stay focused on your long-term goals. Take the breaks, people. Make sure that you're giving yourself time to get up, move around, go outside, eat lunch, eat lunch outside. Take a walk, get physical, move yourself around, and then make sure that you're also giving yourself time to rest and recharge so that you can come back to your tasks the next day with a refreshed perspective. Giving yourself rest 
isn't just, oh, I'm on the couch and I'm scrolling on my phone or I'm on my couch and I'm watching this next webinar. Our brain is still going. So if your brain is still moving and still trying to create and still coming up with all of the ideas, and trust me, I am one of those people where my brain sometimes just doesn't turn off. But if we don't get intentional about taking time to rest our body and our brain, we are actually going to push ourselves towards a burnout. So I want to make sure that you're avoiding that and giving yourself time to recharge so that way you can come back in, like I said, with that refreshed perspective. Take time to connect with the real world, not just the social media. On social media, you're seeing a lot of the highlight reels. I love that we're seeing trends of people becoming a lot more authentic, but still, you are only seeing the versions that they want you to be able to see in that moment. That doesn't mean that you know what's going on behind closed doors, okay? However, you have people in your physical world around you that want to spend some time with you, whether that's in your house or outside of your house. So get outside, talk to people, do activities that bring you joy. If you are not integrating joy and fun and peace into your life, you will push yourself to burnout. I am speaking firsthand. I have been guilty of this, okay? This is going to help you stay connected to yourself and your own values and focus on what's really important and what's really important to you, okay? Look, we all live in a world that is just, it's constant information and media consumption. It is just the day and age that we are in. And it's easy to become overwhelmed and distracted by all of it. It's easy to fall down that hole of doubts. Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Am I good enough? Can I do this? Is anyone going to want to buy this? Am I doing it right? It's easy to go down these self-doubt holes. By following the steps I've outlined, you can help reduce your self-doubt, reduce these comparison thoughts, reduce that imposter syndrome, and stay focused on achieving your goal, your vision. Remember to set those long-term goals that align with your values and with your passions. Focus on that bigger picture. Stay connected to your inner self so that you can stay aligned and take breaks when you need to. Breaks that integrate the fun and the joy. Because with the right plan in place, y'all, you can overcome that self-doubt and stay in alignment with your purpose and your vision. And one more thing. Don't forget to bust out your journal and start journaling and reflecting on what you're feeling so that you can enhance your awareness around what is bogging your energy down. You want to be able to recognize it when it's happening and what's causing it so that you can move into your strategic action plan. So down in the show notes, you'll find a free mood shift workbook that I've left for you that can help move you into an empowered state of mind in just four easy steps. I want to make sure that you have a tool that can help guide you through that process of reflecting on what your thoughts are, the feelings that they're bringing up, and what your mindset is on it currently and how you can shift out of that, okay? And until next week, take care of yourself and trust that you are capable of creating this life that you desire because I know you are determined AF to do just that.